Words are powerful, and that can cut both ways. Words that mock someone and hurt them and stab them, they can penetrate right to the soul and leave a wound that lasts a long time. On the other hand, words that are forgiving can also penetrate to the soul and heal a wound that has been around for a long time. Realize anew today the power that you have inside your mouth called the tongue. And ask God to help you to be big enough to forgive anyone for anything. Because if you forgive someone, you can bring light to someone who's been in a dark place for a long, long time. When you forgive someone, you can bring healing to someone who has been broken and wounded. When you forgive someone, you can breathe new life into a relationship that is dying, even a marriage that is dying. Forgiveness is not easy. It's certainly not natural. But nobody can deny it is powerful. Today we find David being big enough to forgive after struggling with so many things in his life. The episode we're going to see has to do with the last two weeks of our devotions. A couple of weeks ago, his son Absalom stabbed him in the back and overtook the throne and sent David running out of his palace for his life. Then we saw someone who probably should have been an enemy but actually was a steadfast friend. Ittai, the Gittite from the hometown of Gath, same place as where Goliath was from, held fast to David even during his darkest hour and refused to leave his side even though he had no idea what was coming next. So as David is walking out of the palace with his own son staging a coup and with people like Ittai the Gittite and many others at his side, if you can picture what it looks like when a marching band is marching in a parade and there are some parents for the high school musicians on the side with water. You can picture David and his royal officials marching out in a sad parade and someone is walking along with them to the side but not because they're giving them water and refreshment but because they are pelting them with insults. A man named Shimei was hurling insults and throwing rocks and showering dirt upon David and all his officials saying things like this, Get out! Get out, you murderer! The Lord has repaid you for all the sins you committed against the house of Saul, all the blood you shed against him. You have come to ruin because you are a murderer. Now David was a murderer. He had murdered Bathsheba's husband Uriah and many others in battle. He was not a murderer of the house of Saul, though. Remember, Saul was the one who was trying to murder David. And David actually passed up the chance to do so. One of David's royal officials responded with a little bit of a temper and said, Can I go cut off that guy's head? David said, No, let him curse. Maybe the Lord has sent him to curse. And if the Lord wants things to be turned around, he can turn this curse into a blessing someday. David was very patient and humble in the moment during his darkest hour when Shimei was hurling those insults. And so Shimei just kept on walking along with David and the officials, continuing to pelt him with rocks and dirt and insults. Well, then Absalom was killed after a very short civil war. Now David's the king again. The tables have turned. And Shimei comes before David 
and falls down on his face before him and apologizes for what he said and begs David for mercy. The same guy who earlier had said, can I go cut off his head, said, he should be stoned for this because he cursed the Lord's anointed. And he certainly could have been or should have been. But here is what David had to say, thinking more about God than about himself. David said, should anyone be put to death in Israel today? Don't I know that today I am king over Israel? And the king said to Shimei, you shall not die. And the king promised him on oath. David spotlighted his relationship with God more than his relationship with Shimei on this day. And because David knew that he had tons of sin in his life, because David felt the heat from the guilt and the shame of, of much of it, and also knew that the Lord would send Jesus Christ, his Messiah, even his descendant, to wash away everything David had done to offend God, he had mercy on Shimei as God had had mercy on him. Forgiveness is hard, but it's not as hard on you as holding a grudge turns out to be. How could David possibly have given Shimei this gift he did not deserve? It's only because on this day, his relationship with God and Jesus was far more important in his heart than his relationship with Shimei, who is insulting him, mostly with false accusations, and his relationship even with the royal official who kept saying, can I cut off his head? Why don't you stone him? David did not feel the need to launch into either of those guys to impress them or hurt them or show them who is boss. He knew that he was king because God had allowed him to be king again, and that was what was most important to him in this day. He also knew he was king because God had forgiven him many times for many, many things. David realized that showing forgiveness is not a sign of weakness. It's actually a sign of strength. And he realized that as he pondered his own Savior, who one day would be willing to die on a terrible cross, who would be willing to be falsely accused, pelted not just with rocks and showered with dirt, but struck with a whip and destroyed by evil men. Yet Jesus prayed for them, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they are doing. He was the bigger person to forgive those people and us and all. And that alone helps us to be the bigger person too, to develop a thick skin, to try to understand at least a little bit where the other person is coming from, and to say, God is more important to me today than anyone else. And that is why I will show mercy. Being the bigger person, being the stronger one, not the weaker one. And giving gifts that others don't deserve. What an opportunity you have to use your powerful tongue to forgive, to heal, to build up. When so many others are doing the opposite.